Hi everyone, welcome to the Queer Readers podcast, hosted on our Discord server. I'm Ella, one of the hosts. I'm Alicia, another host. Today we're talking about All Hallows' Eve by Annabelle Jacobs. Um, the main content warning for this book is this periodical homophobia. We get a few flashbacks back to 1820s. Not a great time to be gay then. And you deal a lot with that in this book. A quick summary of this book. In the 1820s, Alexander is a witch who kills four people. And because of his actions and using dark magic, his family banishes him. And for the rest of eternity, always on Halloween, Alexander can come back and try to possess members of the family unless they have a tattoo that protects them from possession. Fast forward to present day, the house that Alexander's family owned is now sold to Caleb and Zach, who are friends um, and roommates. Zach is a descendant of Alexander, along with his father, and they're, he and his father are veterinarians in this town. Caleb is just a friend of the family, no relationship to Alexander. Dominic, who was another descendant of Alexander, used to live in this house and he's very upset that his father sold it and his father doesn't believe in magic at all and think it's nonsense and um, was glad to get it off his hands. So Dominic stops by to check on whether the new owners of this house really have the protection tattoo to avoid possession by Alexander. Along the way, he meets Caleb, and he really likes Caleb. Caleb really likes him, and they end up in a relationship. Over time, they do find out that Zach and his dad both have the tattoo, and um, they there was a brief, they, or Zach's tattoo was damaged in the past, but he gets it repaired and also gets a new tattoo, and they live happily ever after. Except for the fact that Caleb is found out to be a descendant of Liam, who was Alexander's boyfriend back in the 1820s and was murdered by his dad for being gay. Um, and so Alexander on Halloween possesses Caleb and tries to kill him so that he can have Liam for the rest of his life because at this point Alexander thinks Caleb is Liam and Dominic saves him and then they live happily ever after and Alexander and Liam also get reunited. Well let's start off with I'm talking about my favorite character Alexander. I I loved he was just such a mischievous Miss mischievous ghost in in a very like sinister way, yeah. But it was like I think my favorite parts is when um so Alexander is basically like he is possessing Liam, and he he has these like kind of dirty dreams where he just kind of like keeps waking up, uh, has a little fool with himself, and then he can just like picture Alexander's like face looking all smug. And he doesn't quite know what's going on. So it's it's a little bit dumb, Connie. I honestly kind of wish that like stuff kind of had carried on because like look, I I want to read about some crazy ghost hijinks, stuff like that. 
You know that actually kind of reminds me of the secret case book of Simon Faximal, where in the very beginning there's this horny ghost that possesses the narrator, and he has sex with um the ghost hunter. Like that was a great scene. I haven't like read that book in ages, and I will have to reread that because that did sound. I think that's one of my favorite KJC books. Um, but yeah, not quite as explicit in this book, but definitely still there. I love the ghost um, aspects of all of this. And then you have a pretty, I mean, it's not a fun scene, but it's a pretty, like, I still enjoyed it where uh, the Caleb and Zach are hosting a Halloween party at the house. And I think everything's going to be okay and that there's no real issue because... Zach has had his tattoo fixed, so surely nothing can go wrong. But it's like how he Alexander makes Dominic. Caleb think he saw Dominic kiss a friend of Zach's. Yes, and like Caleb goes absolutely like apeshit on them, which is like I felt really I felt really bad for uh, Zach's friends who were like caught up in it, just like being, you know manipulated by a, a ghost into getting this like random guy to yell at them yeah it's like he just blows up at them for all oh, no reason at all and like from that friend's perspective he's like oh no was i a home wrecker yeah. <laughs> so i actually really like alexander and liam's story in this at first you're first introduction to Alexander is finding out that he killed a bunch of people and his family is banishing him but then throughout the book you find out that actually what happened was that Alexander was gay or maybe bi I don't know he but he was in love with Liam um, and then they were in a relationship together and Alexander's brother knew about it and protected their secret, but then one day they got caught by Alexander's father, who then went and told Liam's father, and then Liam's father and two of his friends pretty much beat up Liam and then killed him, and then that's why Alexander went on this rampage to avenge his lover. Yeah, uh, Liam's last words were just, father, so... Alexander basically took that as permission to kill both of their fathers, which, sure, that's one way to I think go that's about a very, That's a very reasonable response. <laughs> totally nothing, like, over the top about that. Which is, we were talking about this earlier, but we found it, like, um, amusing that towards the end, when Dominic is able to basically bring a vision of like Alexander kind of in the afterlife now and obviously being reunited with Liam also being reunited with his family including someone called John who I believe is the father like the guy the guy that Alexander killed so I'm sure I'm sure that was a really fun reunion for them all I mean I saw that and I had really mixed feelings about it because it was like you were so mad that you killed him and you blamed him for causing your boyfriend to die. Well, granted, Liam's last words to Alexander was father. So he really didn't know who killed his boyfriend. So he just 
decided to kill everyone who might have been involved. Um, still not an excessive response at all. But yeah, I did. I mean, I found the reuniting part of that. It's like on one hand, it is a like kind of a happy ending that you can resolve your differences with um someone with conflicting beliefs to you and then find that kind of happy ending but then on the other hand like this was like someone's homophobia directly caused the death of someone you loved but now like you're fine with it in the afterlife maybe maybe he made a a gay best friend ghost and he got educated yeah, I'm, it's also been a year since um, Alexander was freed from his imprisonment and allowed to go into the afterlife. But so, like, who knows what would have happened in that time? So, it's a happy ending for them. I think that's what the the book was meant to show that Alexander and Liam are living happily ever after with Alexander's family. Um, so I'm just going to hold on to that part that they're now together and they're happy and they're no longer in eternal torment and apart. Because this is a, one of the parts where, um, because in the, in the new house, Caleb finds um, Isaac's, Alexander's brother, finds Isaac's diary and that's where he kind of gets the account of everything that happens. He's like very sympathetic towards Alexander, and this is when you kind of find out that Isaac didn't realize that by banishing his brother like this, he was basically like subjecting him to being in this sort of limbo area for like centuries. And he really regretted what he did towards the end of it when he kind of realized the full impact of what he had done. So when you get towards the end, when um Dominic is doing this ritual to try and like get Alexander out of this like spiritual limbo place and then they're able to bring Liam back and like they have this re it like it honestly it made me like so sad like I was crying even when I was rereading it but Liam's like what have you done my love and like it's just it was so heartbreaking but it was like just so good to see them back together and reunited like after centuries it was I'm always a sucker for a happy ending, especially when it involves a villain. And Alexander is very much a villain in this because he possesses Caleb to try and get Caleb to commit suicide because he thinks that Caleb is Liam and like, no, not okay. Yeah, that was like, that was hard to read. Yeah, it it did actually get kind of spooky near the end. I for a lot of it was them discovering the past and then reading about the sad tragedy that happened, and then you think everything is resolved, but no, you get the sudden fight to the death with a ghost. Another thing I really liked about this book was Dominic and Caleb's relationship, and also Dominic's relationship with his sister Alice. So at first when Dominic meets Caleb, it's very much on purpose on Dominic's part because he's there to make sure that 
like to check on who's moving in and to make sure they have the tattoo so he meets caleb under very false circumstances and he's lying a lot about why he's there and alice points out to dominic that if you're going to have a relationship with this person you can't do it based on all these lies but dominic ignores her until it kind of blows up in his face and caleb finds out that dominic has been lying to him and i did also like how the conflict was resolved when they had a long conversation and then dominic was like well if i had told you earlier that i was here because my family owned this house and we have to keep it in our family and everyone needs a tattoo or this ghost is going to possess you and like cause murder and mayhem caleb wasn't going to believe him and that's very true as well so it was a hard point for them to be in but i felt like caleb was very reasonable about dominic and dominic also gave caleb space to come to terms with like the deception and reasoning out his own feelings about everything so very well done overall definitely i it was just nice to have caleb like acknowledge that like yeah if i hadn't like seen all this weird stuff like with the diary and with the kind of weird ghostly stuff happening around the house it's like okay yeah in all fairness to you i definitely wouldn't have believed you i would have thought you crazy and probably like not seeing you again it's like it's nice to have stuff like that acknowledged that like there's a reason why sometimes you have to be lied to and sometimes yeah. your family has a ghostly secret that people won't believe yeah and it's like it Caleb is still very clearly mad at Dominic and he's also very right to be mad at Dominic so both of them had justified like responses and everything so I liked how they worked it out by talking to each other and like by Dominic also giving Caleb time to come to terms with everything instead of pressuring him and trying to be like texting every day why aren't you talking to me just forgive me and all of that which i think sometimes does happen in books yeah it was a nice departure from that kind of thing okay uh, so yeah alice alice is dominic's sister um what did you like about her i thought i mean she was a very good supportive side character um that's what I say about I, her, honestly. I found it funny when she um got uh Dominic to dress up as Styles Delinsky. Oh my god, that was really good when they were um I think it was they were doing the steric costume, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 because uh Kate was yeah, as Derek which and it was a fact that like Dominic had like the whole like the cross t-shirt as well and i was like that i mean a, a fairly like easy costume but like that i loved it it was a great yeah yeah i was a pretty big um steric shipper at one point so that was great no i haven't read much steric like did you used to watch the tv show i watched some of it i didn't finish it i was more into the fanfic i just because there was so much of it I feel like at some point you should watch, I believe it's the fourth season 
but it's like the best season with styles and it's okay, the one I, I did i I feel like you're confusing the fourth season was a hot mess, honestly, like with all the bounty hunter stuff, but I like the third season with the no get to nay and yes, evil styles. Best season by far. I think the the seasons after that are oh, yeah, they are just a hot mess. Yeah, I mean no I I honestly got more into Peter and Styles instead of Derek and Styles. Um yeah. but I'm a I'm usually like a one fandom, one ship kind of person just because of how it works for me. And I like the age difference more in Peter and Styles. But there are some authors who write both um Peter or Derek and Steeter. So I read both sometimes if I like the writer. And like Lisa Henry, who we featured on this podcast a few times, um, along with Sarah Honey, both write in this fandom. And it's really good. I mean, okay, and about Jacobs. Writes fanfiction, she's definitely writing Derek fanfiction. I wonder if I've read it. I have been through a fair amount of the tag on AO3. I like Zach. So Zach is a Caleb's friend and they're moving in with each other and they like they had a, like a previous relationship but hadn't quite worked out. Yeah, and, and Zach like... is Zach's father bought the house. I'm actually I also don't quite understand how the house thing works because Zach's dad bought the house, but only Zach and Caleb are living in there and also is Caleb paying any rent at all or is he just like freeloading? I think he's living there for free. So the situation I got is that Zach's dad brought the house for Zach as like an investment for him. But I think like like Zach and Dominic were friends. I feel like Zach was like, hey, my dad's brought me a house. Do you want to come live with me? It's just like, which is, do you know what? Like if my dad brought me a house as an investment and it was like a very nice big family house and I had someone living in the area who was a friend, like yeah sure come over live with me you need to pay any rent it's cool so that that's a that was a nice arrangement what i found interesting is that like because dominic's dad is he's like right he's like a pretty terrible dad but like very dismissive all all like the kind of family witchy stuff and it was like it was basically a clause in like the will for when he like inherited the house or when he got the house from his wife after she died is that he could only sell it if it was like someone in the family and like honestly i'm amazed that he was able to find someone who a wanted to buy a house and was also like part of this like i'm pretty because they're fairly like it's not like the biggest family like you don't have a lot of people and like and the fact that like I mean, I guess they live in the area because they're family, but it, I was just amazed he was able to sell the house at all. It's the witchiness. It's mm. the magic. Yeah, but Zach's dad, in comparison to Dominic's dad, <clears throat> one is clearly a lot better than the other because I think his name is Michael. I think mm. so. Yeah, I don't remember Dominic's dad. 
but Dominic's well, dad is never featured on page. Uh, he only exists through phone calls, and he's very dismissive of his children. He's he doesn't care about either of them. He doesn't stay in contact with either of them, and they both hate him. And I think at one point they went to live with the sister of their deceased mom because they couldn't keep staying with him. So he's very much not in the picture at all. But then you also have Michael, who's Zach's dad, and he also has the tattoo because he's part of the family and he's very like supportive of them. And at one point they're like, "What you believe all of this?" And he's like. I can't not believe it, considering all the crazy crap that's been going on. Yeah, it was nice that he just he just went with it. It's like, okay, yeah, I mean, there's some real danger here. I was like, fully on board. Just got it. Yeah, like, when they go back to try and save Caleb from Alexander, Michael goes with them, and it's... I, I think, like, having more time with Michael on page would have been nice. And I... Yeah. I yeah, I would have really liked seeing um Dominic get to know Caleb and then through Caleb, Zach and Zach's family and then having this like bigger group of people in his life because currently Dominic, he only has his sister and his aunt. Yeah, like they don't have many friends outside of that and they just... Also, I quite like this, but like they own a shop. Like their, their mother seemed to have run a, sh- like a bookshop and now they just, they live on top of the bookshop and they like, oh, I wish... I wish I could just inherit a bookshop. I know, that's like your dream, isn't it? Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. Just like, I don't have to like fork out and buy my own bookshop. Someone can just like, just one that's just already running and working. All the money's already been put into it. There's so much like ideal dreams in this book. Having someone buy a house for you that you don't have to pay rent and can just live in having this magical bookshop that you inherit and don't really have to sell a lot of books to keep. I mean, apart from the whole, like, killer ghosts haunting you, it's a pretty sweet life. I mean, I I could live with a killer ghost in my house if I didn't have to pay rent. Yeah. And if there was a bookshop attached to it as well. Yeah. I feel like this book is just, like, it's nice, it's short, and it's sweet. There's a good, it was a good Halloween read. And quite spooky. Like, it got properly scary. Yeah, it was a good spooky season read. It was one of my favorites. But happy Halloween, dear listeners, even though it's not going to be Halloween anymore by the time this gets posted. No, it'll be well into Christmas season that I'll post this. But regardless, happy Halloween. If you still want Happy holidays in general. Yeah, just read this book. It's yeah, it's always Halloween in our hearts. Yes. <laughs> um, we are real people. You can join our Discord server and come talk to us in real time about what you're reading. Bye. Bye.